Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson where I'm going to talk about how to describe food. I'm not going to talk about the names for different types of food. I'm not going to show you pictures of food and tell you what the food is called. Instead, in this lesson, I'll help you learn different words and phrases you can use in English to describe the food that you're eating, to describe the food that you ate maybe a few days ago. In this lesson, we'll learn a lot of words and phrases that you can use to talk about how food tastes, how food looks, how food behaves a little bit as well. You'll see what I mean by that when we get to that part of the lesson. But thank you so much for being here. I hope you enjoyed this little English lesson about describing food. Before we get started, I do wanna say hi of course to a few people. Hi to Todd and Dave for being here and moderating the chat. Always awesome to have a couple people step in to make sure things go smoothly. If you are participating in the chat, please use it to have fun English conversations with each other either on topic or off topic. I know some of you make jokes. Some of you make lame jokes every once in a while but I think that's all part of the fun of being part of a community where everyone comes together to learn some English. Um hi to Sam the Taiwanese. Hi to Kate Zhu. Hi to Paco and Mode Eggs. Hi to Marcos and Tony and Maria C and Lolly Lolly and Rod the English teacher is here of course. And you want I'm losing track. Mode Eggs is here. Key Park. I know Eugene is here. By the way, Eugene, I didn't see your emails until too late. So, I didn't include any of your photos. Sorry about that. That happens. Hi to Linda and Audie and Norma and all of the other normal regular normal. All of the other regular people who are here. Anyways, let's get this lesson started. Let's talk a little bit about describing food. So, my first slide, this is a bit of a pet peeve of mine. A pet peeve is something that bothers you in life and I don't like it when food is overcooked. When you overcook food, you cook it for too long. If you put green beans on the stove, if you boil green beans, I like to boil them for about three or four minutes or I like to steam them. When you cook them that way, they come out with a nice green color and they're still a little bit crispy. They're a little bit crunchy but some people overcook their beans and they start to look like this. A pale green color where I think you've cooked all of the good nutrients out of the bean. So, one way to describe food is to say that it's overcooked. Um food food that's overcooked just isn't as tasty. Um in particular, I my pet peeve is when people overcook green beans. I like mine to be still quite green and a little bit crunchy. Of course, then we have the other direction. Food can sometimes be undercooked. Undercooked food is food that has not been cooked long enough. When I eat steak, I like my steak to be uh usually medium. Uh some people like their steak rare but when you cook a steak rare, I consider it to be undercooked. Some people think that's perfect but for me, I like things cooked a little bit longer and so if I was served steak and it was uh rare, I would say this is a little bit undercooked. It's a little bit cold in the middle. Could you uh cook it a little bit longer? So, overcooked means you cook it too long. Undercooked means you didn't cook it long enough. And then we have of course, raw. Raw food is simply food that has not been cooked. 
You might be someone who likes seafood that is raw. You might like eating fish that's raw. You might eat a lot of raw vegetables and raw fruits. It's quite common to eat raw vegetables and raw fruits. You don't have to cook all of those things. Um and some people do really enjoy eating raw fish. So, raw simply means that the food has not been cooked. It has not been boiled. It has not been fried. It has not been baked. It has not been roasted. It has not been I think those are all of the ones I can think of for how to prepare food. I'm sure there's more. And we also just have the word fresh. So, fresh food is usually used uh to refer to food that is relatively recently delivered to the grocery store. Is that a good way to say it? So, fresh fruit and vegetables means that they are ripe. They are ready to eat. Um and you definitely want your food to be as fresh as possible. So, how would I describe this? I should describe this in a better way. Fresh food like if you buy fresh vegetables, they probably were like in the farmer's field uh two or three days ago and they were quickly brought to the grocery store. If you have your own garden, you can go out and cut fresh vegetables whenever you want. That's probably the best way to get fresh vegetables is to have your own garden. And then we have of course, burnt. Burnt food is food, well, it's way past being overcooked. It's overcooked to the point where it starts to turn black. The best example I could think of uh is toast. Sometimes you leave toast in the toaster too long and it gets burnt. Sometimes you leave something in the oven for too long and it gets burnt. Burnt food does not taste good. When I was a kid, if I burnt my toast, my mom would make me scrape the burnt part off with a knife and eat it anyways because she didn't want us to waste food. So, um food that is burnt usually has a charred look to it. It has black on it because the food has cooked so long it has burnt and it has turned black. Some people like burnt toast. I think my grandfather on my mom's side liked eating burnt toast. I don't like burnt toast. I don't mind if it's a little bit burnt but uh not like this. This would be uh too much for me. And then we have by the way, all of these words for describing food, it's quite random this lesson. You never know what the next picture is going to be. We also have food that is crunchy. If you can imagine eating uh celery, when you bite celery, it's usually crunchy. When you eat a carrot, it's usually crunchy. When you eat this kind of peanut butter, it's crunchy because there's whole peanuts in the peanut butter. So, when food is crunchy, it actually makes a sound when you bite down on it, when you chew it. So, anything like I mentioned celery, carrots, crunchy peanut butter, um any of those kinds of things, we actually say they make a crunchy sound or they make a crunching sound. You could use both words but when you eat something um that's kind of hard and you need to chew it a lot and it makes kind of a sound. By the way, you should You should always chew with your mouth closed but either way, some food is crunchy. And then of course, some of the basics. We have food that is sweet. Any food that you describe as sweet has a lot of sugar in it. Candies of course, are very sweet. Um candy bars are sweet. Chocolate bars are sweet. There are a lot of foods in the world that are very, very sweet. In fact, in North America, 
A lot of foods are quite sweet. I personally think we put too much sugar in a lot of our food. I think that uh sweet food is yummy. Ice cream is sweet by the way as well. I really do like ice cream. Um which uh yes, let me move on. I as soon as I start talking about ice cream, I could do a whole lesson on ice cream and that might be kind of boring. We also will describe food sometimes as being salty. In fact, we often ask people, do you like sweet food or do you like salty food? Some people like to eat sweet food as a snack. They like chocolates and candies and those kinds of things. And some people like salty food as a snack. They like chips, what you would call crisps, I think, if you're learning British English. Uh this is a pretzel and it has lots of salt on it. Um but definitely, we have sweet food and we have salty food. We usually talk about our snacks this way. Like, I like salty snacks. Oh, I like sweet snacks. Are you a sweet or salty person? Oh, I like salty snacks. By the way, Bob the Canadian likes sweet snacks. I have a sweet tooth. I do like salty snacks a bit but not as much as sweet snacks. And then we have hot food and we use this word to describe uh food in two ways. When food comes off the stove or out of the oven, it's hot. There's steam rising off of it. If you try to eat soup right away, sometimes the soup's too hot and you burn your tongue, okay? So, that's one way to describe hot or to use the word hot to describe food. But we also use hot to describe food that's very, very spicy in the sense that it burns your tongue in a different way. Um so, spicy food in North America would be things like hot wings. So, we have chicken wings where there's lots of hot sauce on it. So, there there's hot sauces that are made from different kinds of peppers. You can see some hot peppers here. So, again, hot can be used two ways. We can use hot to talk about food that's just hot because it just came off the stove or out of the oven. But we also use hot to describe food that um has a lot of hot sauce or peppers or other ingredients that just give it a little bit of a zing when you eat it. And we also have the word spicy. So, in North America, hot food and spicy food, these are kind of interchangeable. Like, if I was eating chicken wings with a lot of hot sauce, I could say, oh, these are really spicy wings. But spicy is a little broader than just hot, okay? Spicy means that there's a lot of spices used in the food. When we eat at certain types of restaurants who make food from certain countries, some of that food is quite spicy. Um the North American diet isn't used to really spicy food. So, sometimes we eat foods and we'll say, whoa, this is very, very spicy. Let's uh let's jump over to questions. Let me just pop back here and say, uh, Mode Eggs member for eight months says, you're a smart cookie, a tough cookie, and a cookie eater. That's correct, Mode, for sure. And then later on, Brent's here from American English with this guy. Hi, Brent. Good to see you. Uh, good idea, Mode. I'll use mine too. Hello, Bob. So, they're using their once a month uh live stream badge that you get as a member. So, cool. Thanks for uh for shouting out, guys, and just saying hi to me. Very cool. Um but let's get to some questions. Let me see here. I'm gonna do an audio check. By the way, if you're new here and you're wondering what's happening, this is an English lesson about food. It's broken into three parts. Um I talk about specific items. There's a lesson component but then I also answer questions from people who are watching. So, I'm going to do that right now for a bit. 
If you're one of the 360 people watching though, you should click this subscribe button. Uh let me see here. I need to find my controls. Um let's see here. Yaroslav says, morning the wisest teacher Bob. Hope you have a terrific day. I wanna ask, what is the most delicious Canadian meal? How would you describe it? Thanks. Take care. So, interestingly enough, if I asked my kids or one of my kids, they might say pizza. Pizza is a very delicious meal in Canada. Um I do like pizza as well but I find the older I get, for me, the most delicious meal is actually potatoes with vegetables, some applesauce, some meat. Uh it's really the meal that my mom used to make when I was younger. I find the older you get, the more you um like the food you used to eat as a kid. So, if I was to describe my most delicious meal, it would be like a chicken dinner similar to what I ate when I was growing up. Uh let's see here. Ruslan says, hello, dear teacher Bob. What is your favorite dish in the winter season? How would you describe it? I really like soup in the winter. We eat a variety of soups in the winter. When it's cold outside, it's really nice to come in and have soup for supper. So, I like pea soup. I like tomato soup. Uh I like vegetable soup. I like chicken soup. So, I would say it's not my most favorite dish but when I'm thinking about the winter, I do really like coming in for a hot bowl of soup. Let's see here. Next question from Sean. Hello, Bob. How, what would you say? So, I'm gonna fix this. What would you say if you feel that food is delicious or not delicious? So, interestingly enough, if you like something, you'll say it's delicious or scrumptious or this meal is really yummy. In English, we always try to be polite when we don't like something and we usually say something like this. Hmm, I don't really like the taste of this or uh it's not, I don't really, yeah, I think we say I don't really like it. How do you, do you like the soup? No, it's a little bit too salty. I don't really like it. So, that's what uh, we would say when describing food. Isam says, hi, Mr. Bob. Have you ever eaten nasi goreng? Take care. Yes, interestingly enough, this is a food item that um when Dutch people were in Indonesia hundreds of years ago or a hundred years ago, they brought back different dishes and so, my grandmother used to make nasi goreng which was really yummy. Rice, eggs and other things mixed together. Um I haven't eaten it for a long time but it is certainly a yummy, yummy dish. Um Kurdish, which food is considered to be family food in Canada? If you no longer lived in your home country, what food do you miss most? So, a traditional meal in Canada is still, you know, it's either made with, there's either potatoes or rice or noodles on the plate. So, there's some sort of carbohydrate. Then usually there's one or two vegetables, maybe a cooked vegetable like beans or peas um or corn which isn't really a vegetable and then maybe a fresh vegetable or a salad, maybe some cucumber and sliced tomato or a little salad and then usually if people do eat meat, there will be a protein or meat component. Usually, it'll be some kind of beef or pork or chicken. Um sometimes turkey but usually only at special occasions. Um if I no longer lived in Canada, I would miss pizza but you can almost buy pizza anywhere in the world, right? I think you can. Uh let's see here. Ricardo says, today I was listening to CBC News and they talk, we're talking about obesity. So, obesity is when you put on weight, when you eat too much. 
They talked about for losing weight, you need to increase physical activity and decrease the ingestion of food. Yes, there are two ways to balance your budget. You either spend less money or you try to make more money and there's two ways to make sure you stay healthy. You either increase your physical activity or you eat less. In both situations, if you do both of those things, it's even better. A little financial advice. This is not financial advice by the way. <laughs> Let's not go back to that lesson where I said that many, many times. Hector says, hello, dear Mr. Bob. Greetings from Puerto Rico. Thank you a lot for your lessons. You're welcome, Hector. Uh let's see here. From bitter mode. Hey there, dashing Mr. Bob. What do you normally get at Tim Hortons and how would you describe maple syrup? Canadian and sweet maybe. So, um when I go to Tim Hortons, I usually get a decaf coffee usually with one sugar and then I usually get Sometimes I'll get a donut. Um it is yummy to get a donut and don't don't go anywhere people. I'll be right back because I'm going to show you something as part of Mode's second question. I'll literally be gone for like 10 seconds. Hopefully, I don't trip on anything. Coming. I'm almost back. This is <laughs> this is uh, maple syrup. Let me get this up and see if it will focus. Mm, it doesn't seem to want to focus on it. Maybe oh, there we go. So, this is 100% pure Canadian maple syrup and it is sweet. Maple syrup is super, super sweet. We are not going to eat this actually. We bought this as a gift for someone else because this little thing of maple syrup, I think it was $15. It was very, very expensive. Um we do buy maple syrup every once in a while but it is a little bit pricey. So, that's pure Canadian maple syrup. You can see it has French on it. Syrup d'érable as well. Okay. I'm done my little run to the kitchen. I'm glad you guys didn't go away while I left. Let's see here. Judith says, hi, Bob. Do you do you describe a food as ambrosial like soups, main meals or desserts? We don't usually use that word. Um we usually use the word, you know, scrumptious, delicious, savory, We'll usually just say it smells good if we're talking about how a food smells. We'll say that, oh, it smells good in here. Sometimes I'll come home from school and Jen will be baking bread or cookies or she'll be making a meal that gives off a really nice smell and I'll just say, whoa, it smells good in here. What are you making? So, that's how we would describe the diff or describe food in that way. Um Henry from Taiwan. Hi, teacher Bob. What's the difference between crispy and crunchy? Thank you so much. Yeah, so there's a bit of a difference, right? Like like potato chips or crisps um are definitely crispy. Like they're thin and they break really easily. Um and when something's crunchy, I think it's more the sound it makes. So, you can look at something like bacon when it's cooked really well is very crispy. So, you would say, oh, that bacon looks crispy and it's not crunchy until you start chewing it. Crunchy refers to how it feels and sounds when you chew on it. I think that's the difference between the two. 
Lemon Gute says, which food do you like the most and how would you describe it? I like bananas and I like pizza. Bananas are just yummy. They're kind of like they're one of the sweetest fruits, right? A ripe banana probably has a lot of natural sugar in it and I think that's probably why I like it so much. And then pizza, I just like the the mixture of you know dough with uh pizza sauce and cheese and some pepperoni. Yummy, 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 yummy. I just keep saying yummy. Hey, let's get back to the lesson though. Uh let me do an audio check for a minute. I did run away and uh bump into my microphone but we talked about spicy. Um let me just get comfortable in my chair again. Mild. So, one thing that's interesting about North Americans, not all North Americans but a lot of North Americans don't eat really, really spicy or hot food. So, often you'll find something like this, salsa, a very common food item in North America. You'll find it in the store and you'll be able to buy mild, medium or hot and there might even be like extra hot in some stores. Um we usually buy mild salsa. This means that it does not have a very strong it doesn't have a lot of peppers in it and it doesn't have a lot of hot spices in it. So, it tastes very tomatoey. So, we have some foods in North America where if you're used to what you eat in your country and it's very spicy, you might come here and think, wow, this mild salsa does not have very much kick to it. It's not very hot. It's not very spicy. We also describe food as being chewy. So, you can see here this granola bar. This is a common snack for kids to take to school in North America and it's chewy. It's soft and it sticks together a little bit when you bite into it. It has a lot of syrup or sugar or something in it, maybe even marshmallows but it has all the kinds of ingredients that make it soft and when you chew it, it just has a chewiness to it. It's like um not rubbery but it's um it's definitely not hard and it's not crunchy. It's much softer and it's a little bit sticky as well. Bland. So, this is white bread. Bland is a word we use to describe food that does not have very much taste to it. Um another good example would be plain white rice. If you do not add any salt or butter or oil to your rice, if you just eat plain rice, it's bland. But when you eat rice with other food, it tastes a lot better or when you add a little bit of salt or butter to your rice. So, food that does not have very much taste, we would say is bland food. We have dried foods. There are sections of the grocery store where you can buy food that has been dried. You can buy dried apricots, dried bananas, dried plantains. Uh you can buy dried cranberries, dried grapes which are called raisins. Dried food is really, really uh nice when you go on a hike because dried food doesn't go bad. I'll talk about food going bad in a bit but dried food has a very long shelf life. Dried food doesn't go bad very quickly. So, if you buy something like dried uh cranberries, you can mix it with some nuts and some other ingredients, other things that last a long time and you can go on a hike for two weeks and use that as one of the food items that you eat. Dried food, super yummy. Um if you go to any grocery store in North America, there will be a dried food section where you can buy foods that are dried. It's not very big but it's definitely there. 
mashed. This would be what Bob the Canadian, this was a typical meal when Bob the Canadian was a kid. Um some kind of meat, looks like sausages here but those white things there are mashed potatoes. When I was a kid, we ate mashed potatoes almost every day. There were a couple reasons why. Number one, it was a very common food to eat in Holland. So, when my family immigrated here, I was born here but when my family immigrated here, they continued to eat them. Number two, potatoes were very, very cheap and are still very, very cheap. It's one of the cheapest foods you can buy. So, we ate a lot of potatoes because they were cheap and we always ate them mashed. So, mashed means when you cook something and then you 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 smash it up so that it becomes almost smooth. Mashed potatoes. Um I still like them by the way. By the way, this to me it looks fairly yummy. I'm not sure what the vegetable is though. Let's go a little bigger and see. Yeah, the vegetable doesn't look familiar to me. It looks like a little bit of a tomato salad with some cilantro or something like that. So, um anyways, let's get back to the lesson. I'm reminiscing about eating mashed potatoes as a kid though. Mashed potatoes with butter and gravy. Not healthy but very yummy. Sometimes we describe food as being old. Um if you look here, you'll see that this jar, I think this is actually like a mustard jar. It has a best before date. So, BB means best before and it's and MA means meilleur avant. I think that's the French. Uh this jar of mustard is old. We might also say it's gone bad or we would say it's past its expiry date or it's expired. So, this was good until April 21st, 2019. By the way, when food hits its best before date, it doesn't mean the food's old right away or bad right away. Usually, with something like mustard, it would probably take another month before it would be bad. This is not nutritional advice by the way but um sometimes food goes gets old like, oh, this bread is old. It's dry and crusty and there's mold on it. This this bread is old or we would say this bread has gone bad. Never nice for me when I find food that has gotten old or gone bad in my house because I feel like it means we wasted some money. Stale. So, bread in particular will go stale. When you first buy bread, when you have fresh bread, it smells really good and it's nice and chewy or it has a certain nice taste to it. It's nice and crusty on the outside and nice and soft on the inside but eventually the bread goes stale. It it it's still okay to eat but it doesn't taste as good. It's not as nice to eat. It doesn't it's not crunchy on the outside anymore. It's a little soft everywhere. Um usually when we have stale bread, we make something else out of it. We usually make French toast. So, when we have stale bread, we dip it in eggs and fry it in a frying pan but there are a lot of other recipes that you can use if you have stale bread. We have food that's healthy. So, any kind of food that is good for you, any kind of food that improves your health, any kind of food that when you eat it, you feel better and your body is happy, we call healthy food. A lot of fruits and vegetables are healthy. Um but of course, everything should be uh eaten in moderation. So, but that's definitely a basket of healthy food. We have crispy food. So, I talked about potato chips earlier. 
In Canada, we call these potato chips. In North America, they're potato chips. I think in the UK, they're called crisps. They are definitely crispy. If you take one and it's very thin and very hard and if you break it, it makes a little bit of a sound. Now, again, the difference between crunchy and crispy. I think crunchy also refers to something that's bigger that you have to chew to make smaller. Whereas, potato chips or crisps, they're crispy because you don't have to chew them a lot. So, I don't know. There's a bit of a difference. A peanut butter can be crunchy. Potato chips are crispy. There's some examples of food that are one or the other. Sour. So, the other day, um I think it was Judith asked what kind of cherries we make pie out of and I said we make pie out of sour cherries and then add a lot of sugar. When something is sour, it's not necessarily the opposite of sweet but it kind of is. It, it kind of makes your mouth close up a bit and it's a very strong uh yeah, sour taste. That's probably a bad way to describe it but we have food that we describe as sour. Um sometimes when you eat an apple that's not ripe, it might be a bit sour. Sometimes when you eat cherries, you can eat sweet cherries which are really yummy but there's also sour cherries which don't have as much natural sugar in them and then we definitely have a lot of candies that are sour as well. When you describe a food as being delicious, it means that you really like it. You like how it tastes. I would say bananas are delicious. When you describe food as being scrumptious, I usually use the word scrumptious to talk about things that usually desserts or snacks. You don't have to use it for that. You can say a meal is scrumptious but for me, apple pie is scrumptious. Um any kind of sweet dessert like chocolate cake is scrumptious. So, when I use the word scrumptious, I use it to talk about things that are very sweet and yummy but you can use it to describe anything that tastes good. Flavorful. Sometimes, we will try a different pizza place. We'll get pizza from a different restaurant and sometimes we find it's not as flavorful or it's more flavorful. So, when food is flavorful, it can be from the spices that are used to make the food but it can also be because of how the ingredients mixed together while it was baking or cooking um that make it really, really flavorful. Um I find that when I go to a really fancy restaurant and I order a meal, it's very flavorful because the chef knew how to combine the spices and ingredients and cook it in a way where all of the flavors come out and it's very flavorful. And of course, we have things uh food that is juicy. Um you can have a juicy steak. So, even meat can be juicy. Um you can have of course, something like an orange. When you eat an orange, it can be really juicy and the juice might even shoot out when you bite into it. Uh, but definitely, when we describe food that has a liquid that comes out of it. That doesn't sound very yummy, does it? When I say food with liquid that comes out but when you have a juicy steak as opposed to a dry steak or when you have something like an orange uh and it's really juicy, it can be quite uh yummy. Hey, give me a second here. I'm going to flip on members only chat. Let me get to my settings button. Customization. Members. There we go. As I do that, let me mention a couple things. One, thank you so much for being members. All of you out there who are members, you are awesome. It's really nice to have people that support what I do teaching English here on YouTube. Many people ask me um 
you know, when are you going to sell a course? When are you going to sell something? And I I don't have a plan to sell anything. I just do lessons every week. They're all free um and some people have asked if they can thank me somehow. So, one of the ways to thank me is to become a member for a month or two um and I do really appreciate. So, thank you so much for doing that. One of the things that members get is they get to ask questions directly in the chat during live lessons. So, I'm gonna answer this question while I wait to see if some questions come in from members. Winter Wright says, hi, Bob. What's your favorite food on your birthday party? On my birthday, uh instead of having a birthday cake, I well, I've only done this twice but I like to go buy a dozen gourmet donuts. I'll talk about the word gourmet in a bit but I go and get donuts not from Tim Hortons. I go and get donuts from a really, really expensive bakery um and then my kids all pick out which donut they want before I go. So, I've done that twice. Uh, I think it's a tradition I started before the pandemic and then the pandemic kind of slowed it down a little bit. Let's see here. Marco says, juicy steak, yummy. Linda says, dear Bob, what to say? This lesson makes me hungry. Yes, whenever I do a lesson about food, it does make people hungry. Naomi says, hi, teacher Bob. Do you take supplement daily? Thank you in advance. I take two supplements. I take a multivitamin and I take a calcium supplement because I can't I can't drink milk. So, those are the two things. I take a vitamin and I take a calcium pill. Uh hi, teacher Bob. Is ambrosial common in daily use? No. I learned about it in a vocabulary book. I think it's rarely used. Great topic. It is almost never used. If an English speaker used that word, people would be like, what are you what are you talking about? So, no, not definitely not used here in my area of Canada. Uh oh, Mickey says, hey, Bob. How's it going on food prices in Canada during the pandemic? Has inflation also been going up throughout the time there? So, tomatoes are cheaper but every other food item in Canada is up 10 or 20 percent. Food is getting a little more expensive. Uh let's see here. Uh Brent from American English with this guy says, one of the things I respect most about Bob the Canadian is that he's never trying to sell students something. Yeah, I'm too old for that. You know, and I have nothing bad to say about people who want to earn a living on YouTube. But I'm a different age than most of those people. So, um my goal is to just teach English and enjoy it and do it for a few years. Um if I was 24, I would probably have a completely different approach. I would probably be super excited to develop a course and have people take it but I already have a job where I go and teach every day. So, I get my um I get my fill of teaching uh at my real job. <laughs> so, Uh let's see here. Ricardo, teacher Bob, in Brazil, we usually do barbecue frequently. In Canada, do you do it too or meat is too expensive? Almost, I might be exaggerating but almost every Canadian has a barbecue um and barbecuing is very common through the warmer months. So, in the first warm day in the spring, when you drive through a subdivision or part of a town, you'll smell people uh you'll smell that people have their barbecue fired up and that they're barbecuing something. Um Adi says, teacher Bob, have you ever eaten spicy prawn soup or chicken curry? I have had chicken curry and it was um the restaurant made it less spicy than normal for me. So, that was nice of them but I still found it a little spicy. Uh Mustafa, hi teacher Bob. I'm busy after listening. Awesome that you're busy. I think busy people have happier lives. Just don't be too busy. That's by that's the secret. 
Mode. Hi, Mr. Bob. Thanks for grabbing that maple syrup from the kitchen. You mentioned the difference between crunchy and crispy. What about a crisp apple? Yeah, that's true, eh? Like you can bite into an apple and it's very crisp. Because if you think about an apple, an apple if you wait too long, it starts to get soft. Like if you have an apple on your counter for a month, the day you bought it, it would be crispy but eventually, it gets a little softer, doesn't it? Here's the maple syrup again for anybody that wants to see it. Um Canada makes really good maple syrup by the way. I love it. It's just a little bit pricey. <laughs> um Lolly says, I don't like sweet food. I like savory food only. Yes, savory food is good. Savory food has tastes of salt and taste of I think the spices or the taste is called umami. I don't know the exact details but savory food is definitely yummy as well. Gaston, hi teacher Bob. How do you describe poutine? Poutine is french fries with cheese curds. So, a very soft form of cheese and then gravy and it's delicious. Sometimes, they'll sprinkle a little bit of green onion or some bacon bits on top as well. Very yummy, yummy uh, dish. Not healthy <laughs> but yummy. Key Park, today's lesson tasted very good. Thank you. Yes, definitely a tasty lesson. Maria C. Hi, Bob. How are you? I was going to ask you if you were sweet tooth but you've already answered. I'm too. Um are salty and savory equivalents? Junk and fast food are the same too. No. Yeah, well, sort of. Okay, salty and savory are very close. When I think of salty food, I think of chips or pretzels or the things you buy because you know they are salty. Savory food is usually food like a well- a well-prepared meal at a restaurant might be very savory. It might have a lot of like meaty taste to it and salt as well. So, they're not quite equivalents. And then the second part, junk food would be things like uh chips, potato chips, candies, chocolate bars. All of that we would call junk food in my part of Canada and fast food is when you go to McDonald's or Wendy's or KFC. Um Freddie Wolf, regarding crispy or crunchy foods, in France, it's forbidden to eat after 10 p.m. Because it's forbidden to make too much noise and disturb your neighbors after 10 p.m. Joke, that's not true. Depends what you're eating in France probably. If you're eating some yummy uh crunchy French delicacy, you're probably uh might be afraid of making too much noise. Marcos, here in my home, we do love bananas. We consume it as dessert, milkshake, in natural, in in natural, oh naturally and then breaded and fried. So, I had a student who deep fried plantain uh for a project in class a few years ago and it was delicious. It was yummy. Uh Sergey says, hello everyone. Naomi says, hi teacher Bob. Have you made apple cider? I have not but this is the time of year in Canada where uh we have been buying apple cider regularly. I like my apple cider a little bit sour though. I don't like it too sweet. I like when they make it from um apples that are a little more sour. Um Mode says to Lolly, I think anyone who tried French pastries would have the same taste of yours. Yes, French 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 pastries are delicious. Um Oh Mickey says, teacher, which one is your favorite fast food restaurant? I do like McDonald's but I can't say it's my favorite. I think it come goes in waves. Um I do like uh KFC as well but we don't go very often out for fast food. Um it's not the yummiest or the healthiest food. Um let's see here. Mode says exactly how to describe poutine. One word, unhealthy. Julia Oli's hi teacher, dear teacher. I am late. Sorry, no problem. I wonder how would you describe cheese taste? For example, Parmesan. We would probably say that Parmesan is more of a hard cheese or a salty cheese. 
Um we describe our cheeses in a number of ways. We say soft cheese or aged. So, Parmesan, sorry, there's a fly landing on me. Parmesan, we would describe as a well-aged cheese that's quite salty. Um same with cheddar. Um generally, when I buy cheese, I buy old cheddar. So, we use those words as well. Um let's see here. How exactly describe poutine? Mode says to Maria C, Mr. Bob likes anything that tastes sweet. I guess he would add sugar to breathable air if he could. Yeah, I like sweet things but I try not to eat them. That's that's the trick, isn't it? If you like something to uh, only eat it in moderation. That means don't eat too much of it. Uh let's see here. Naomi, hi, teacher Bob. Let me ask one more question. Do you take a supplement daily? Yes, I take a calcium supplement and I have a multivitamin every day. Well, I try to remember. Sometimes, I forget. That's just the way it goes. Um let's see here. Lolly says, I've never tasted poutine. Do you like it? I do like it. It is actually quite yummy. Um let me just do one thing here. I'm going to turn off members only chat. Let me do that for a second. We'll go back to the normal chat. There we go. And then, I know I had questions up on the screen for a bit. Um Arian says, what's your favorite food? Uh pizza and bananas. I could eat those all day. Uh Mohammed says, I have no question to ask. I just wanted to say I sincerely thank you for teaching us on YouTube. No problem, Mohammed. It is fun every day. Definitely. Mickey says, hey, Bob. So, do you like curry? I do. Um it's not something I eat every day. I've had it once or twice. Can you explain to us how you how does curry taste? It tastes like it has way more spices in it than I'm usually expecting in my food and all of those spices work together really nicely. And so, it's a unique experience. I do I do find it yummy. Uh yesterday, I was talking to my friend and he said blue meat. What did he mean by it? I don't know what that means. I'm not familiar with that phrase. Sorry. Let's get back to the lesson. We have greasy food. Greasy food is food that is usually cooked in oil. So, they heat oil up. They put the food into the hot oil and the oil cooks it. So, we have things like um, french fries, fried chicken. There are a number of different things. Maybe you like fish and chips. Usually, the fish and chips are deep fried and that food is all kind of greasy. So, grease and oil are very similar things. Oil is a liquid. When you cook something in oil, when we eat it, we don't usually say it's oily. We usually say it's greasy. Oh, this is really greasy food. Um I think they even use it to describe a diner in the United States like a greasy spoon. I don't know. Maybe that's a really old phrase. Sticky. If any of you have ever eaten honey, you'll know that it's sticky. If you get honey on this finger and this finger, it it actually makes your fingers stick together a little bit. So, we have a lot of different foods that are sticky. Um definitely when you eat honey or if you ever bake with honey, you'll realize that it's just a very sticky type of food. We have food that we describe as being bite-sized. So, bite-sized food, if you look these little tiny hamburgers, they're maybe a little too big for this but you can see the person's hand there. They're small enough that you can eat them with one bite. You can just pop it in your mouth. We have a few things in North America that are bite-sized. You can buy bite-sized brownies at the grocery store, a little chocolate treat. 
anything that's bite-sized uh would fit in your mouth. It's just small enough. Um is there a fancy word for it? Amuse bouche? Is that a French word? I think we use that as well. Uh like an appetizer that you can eat in one bite. Cheesy. So, pizza is definitely cheesy. Lasagna is cheesy. Anything that we eat that has a lot of cheese. If one of the ingredients is cheese and if there's a lot of it, we describe it as cheesy. Some people order their pizza with extra cheese. They'll say, I'll get um an extra large pepperoni pizza and could I have extra cheese? And so, that pizza would definitely be very, very cheesy. Um creamy. So, a lot of the soups that we make, we make squash soup, we make tomato soup. Um we make the soup so it's very creamy. So, it's like a thick liquid. That's the best way I can describe it. If you're familiar with what cream looks like, you have milk and you have cream. Cream is very, very thick compared to milk. Milk is more liquidy. So, when we make soup, even if there's no actual cream in it, we sometimes make soups that are very, very creamy. So, I like soups that are very creamy. They have a nice smooth texture to them. Deep fried. So, I talked about food that is greasy and that same food could be described as deep fried. Um deep fried food is of course cooked in oil. Here's the french fries again. They're coming out of the oil. They're nice and golden brown. They're probably crispy and they're just yummy to eat and they might be a little bit greasy but french fries are good, aren't they? Fizzy. So, I'm just realizing you can't really describe food as being fizzy. This is more about a drink. When we drink something like soda in my part of Canada, we call it pop. You would describe it as fizzy because it's carbonated. So, whenever you have anything that's carbonated, anything that has little bubbles in it like Coca-Cola or Pepsi or um you might even drink seltzer water or some other form of drink, we describe it as being fizzy. When you drink it, you can if it's uh, the bubbles are popping at the top, you can feel them against your nose. It's a fizzy thing. Sometimes we even say in my area fizzy drinks like people like to have fizzy drinks um but when something's fizzy, it means it's carbonated. Flaky, here is sadly, I have to pronounce this in the way English speakers pronounce it. This in Canada is called a croissant. I apologize to all my French speaking listeners but a croissant is very, very flaky. If you want the French French pronunciation, I'll do my best job. It's croissant but this in Canada, we call a croissant. Croissant. This doesn't sound right, does it? But that's how English speakers say it. It's very flaky. It has many, many layers and those layers um when you bite into it, little flakes fall off. It's just a yummy, yummy treat. The croissant, croissant, the croissant is probably the best example of something that is flaky. By the way, if you have never had a croissant, go buy one today if you can find one. If I was to describe one of my favorite pastries, I'm gonna call it a pastry. I would say it's the croissant, definitely. Uh frozen food. We have a lot of food that is frozen. Uh food that is pre-cooked in a factory and then frozen and you can buy it from the frozen food section. In North America, people buy, I bet you frozen pizza is the most popular. So, you take home the frozen food, 
you warm it up or cook it in the oven and then you eat it. Um but there's definitely other frozen food as well. Gourmet. So, gourmet food is usually food prepared in a fancy restaurant by a chef. Um it doesn't have to be. They use the word gourmet on all kinds of food labels here. But usually, if you say I'm going to have a gourmet dinner on Friday night, people will think you're going to a very nice restaurant and you're going to have food prepared by um someone who is a chef. So, gourmet food is prepared really, really well. There's a big difference between regular food and gourmet food. When I make a hamburger, it's just a normal hamburger but when I go to a really nice restaurant and order a hamburger, I would say it's a gourmet hamburger. It's just really well made. Low fat. This is pretty popular uh in our part of the world. People are eating too much so they want to buy food that has less fat in it. So, you can buy low fat mayonnaise. You can buy almost anything low fat. If it has fat in it, you can buy it in a low fat version. I usually don't. I like the normal uh I don't like low fat versions of things. They don't they don't usually taste right. And we also have sugar free. So, we also have food that doesn't have sugar in it. It might have a sugar substitute. So, these are sugar free candies. You can buy sugar free pop. Um you can buy sugar free soda if you wanna use the word soda. Um there are many many types of food that you can buy where instead of sugar they'll use something like stevia or aspartame. There's a couple different sugar replacements. So, they'll use those instead. These are donuts and these donuts are glazed. A glazed donut has a coating of sugar around it. That's I think sprayed on or it might be dipped in um but glazed donuts, they take a normal donut and then it has that nice shiny coating of sugar on it. There are many different kinds of treats and things you can buy uh that are glazed, okay? You can buy glazed donuts. Um there are little treats at the grocery store too that you can buy that are glazed. You can even buy a glazed croissant. Isn't that crazy? A croissant with a layer of sugar on it. And then roasted. So, these are roasted almonds. We buy coffee is roasted as well. Although that's a drink again, isn't it? Not a food. There are many things you can buy that are roasted. In particular, nuts are often roasted, okay? You can buy roasted peanuts, roasted almonds. Basically, they put them in an oven and they heat them up to a certain point and they develop better tastes. Although, I do like my almonds raw, which is a word we learned at the beginning of the lesson, right? And then we can defy it. We can describe food as being crumbly. You can see that this cookie, someone took a bite and there's just little pieces of the cookie everywhere. Those pieces are called crumbs. I would describe this cookie as being crumbly. A crumbly cookie is a cookie where when you bite it, it starts to fall apart. There are just a lot of crumbs. Um I like my cookies a little bit chewy in the middle. I don't like crumbly cookies because then they're usually a little bit too dry for me. Hey, it's time for me to answer questions. Before I do, I wanna thank the 523 people who are watching. If you're new here, don't forget to click that subscribe button over there and uh, become a member of the channel. I'm going to spend about nine minutes answering questions. Uh so, stick around for that. Let me get to the question on the screen. Uh let's see here. 
Next question is from Salah. Hi, teacher Bob. We say about chicken. Frozen in the past, there were no refrigerators. So, they dried the meat with some things added to it. Thank you. Yeah. So, we have moved away from having dried meats. There are still dried meats in North America but it's usually things like beef jerky which is a snack where they dry meat with lots of salt and other ingredients. But yes, a long time ago, actually Canada, hundreds of years ago, people would catch a lot of fish and they would dry and salt the fish and then bring the fish back to Europe. So, definitely that was a way that we preserved food um before we had refrigerators. CIA is asking what is the expensive food in Canada? In Canada, like milk and butter and yogurt and cheese is very expensive and also meat is very expensive. Those are probably the most expensive foods in Canada, I think. Um Ario says, hola, Mr. Bob. Question, what is the popular food in France? Thank you. Well, I can't say what the popular food is but what I will say is the difference between North America and a country like France is in France, you're more likely to buy groceries more often, okay? I don't live in France but having talked to people who live there and people who live in Holland as well. In North America, we tend to buy a lot of food once a week. My relatives in Holland and people I know in France tend to go to the grocery store three or four times a week. They like things like fresh bread. Um so, instead of buying bread, we keep our bread in the freezer. I think if I lived in France or Holland, I would go get a fresh loaf of bread every other day or something like that. So, I'm not an expert Ario but that's how I would describe it. Let's see here. Alex, hello, Professor Bob. What is the better way to describe a garlic tooth? A piece of garlic or is there a special word for it? We use clove. So, a clove of garlic, okay? So, you buy a garlic bulb or you buy garlic and it's the big thing and when you break it up, you have cloves and yes, I do like garlic but not too much of it. Let's see here. Marcos Ravina says, hello, Mr. Bob. At first, thank you for all your lessons. No problem. Have you heard about feioda? probably pronounced that wrong. It's one of the most famous Brazilian meals made with black beans and pork. No, but Jen and I have for the last five or ten years eaten a lot more beans. We eat a lot more chili. We eat a lot more beans and rice. We eat a lot more beans with meat and rice. We have found that beans, black beans, navy beans are very yummy and they're very healthy as well. So, I will look up that recipe, Marcos, and try to make it. Oji, hello, Bob. What is the most extreme food you've ever tried? So, in Canada, we have um probably the hottest chicken wing would be called um like hot and then there's another above that is suicide. Now, suicide means something else as well. Suicide is when someone takes their own life but when you buy chicken wings in Canada at a restaurant, you can buy mild, medium, hot, And some restaurants will have inferno or suicide wings which are just really, really hot wings. That is probably the most extreme food I have eaten. Let's see here. Alex. Hi, do you know something about Russian food? For example, borscht or okroska? No, but I did make a soup based on a comment. I did a little Wednesdays with Bob video and asked about food and I made a cold soup from one of the suggestions and it was delicious. 
it wasn't um I forget what it was exactly but it was yummy. It had beets in it. It was a cold beet soup. Very, very yummy. Um Pink Dream, hello, sir. I hope you are doing well. What is the other way to say bon appetit? Thanks a lot for your efforts. In English, we do say bon appetit. When we start a meal, it's not super common but people might say uh, bon appetit. Um I don't know what regular let's eat. I think people say let's eat. Okay, let's eat. Because my parents came from Holland, we actually say eight smaklik which is a Dutch phrase. That's not English at all which I think means like let's eat or something like that or let's eat it up. Uh let's see here. Notive. Hi, Bob. I'd like to say how can I order some food for delivery service? I would like to know. Thanks. So, right now, the most popular way to order food is to use an app is to use your phone and to use a phone app to order the food uh during the pandemic because we could only get curbside pickup. Once a month or so, we would do curbside pickup. We would use an app on our phone to order the food and then the restaurant uh person would bring it out to our vehicle when it was ready. Uh Marius says, hi, Bob. Do you like soups or stews of chicken, pork, beef, meatballs or chicken, fish, smoked pork? But have you ever eaten cabbage rolls wrapped in cabbage leaves? So, yes, I like soup and I like stew. For those of you that don't know what stew is, it's basically a much thicker soup, okay? Uh a soup is a lot of liquid with stuff in it. Stew is a lot of stuff with some liquid in it. That's basically the difference. Um I have had Stew with all of those meats, definitely, yes. Um and cabbage rolls. Yes, I do like cabbage rolls. Here when we make cabbage rolls, we uh put um beef, rice and tomato sauce inside and wrap it in a cabbage leaf. So, there are many variations of cabbage rolls but cabbage rolls here are made with uh rice, beef, spices, uh tomato sauce or tomato paste and cabbage leaves. Very, very yummy. My sister makes really good cabbage rolls. Um let me see here. Freddie the Frenchie. Hi, Bob. I hope you already had your breakfast. I had my lunch. Which are the best dishes you're able to cook? Do you prefer making food or pastry? Thanks very much. So, what are the best dishes I make? I make really good brownies which is a chocolate cake like a chewy cake. I make pretty good pizza crust and I make pretty good homemade pizza. I can cook almost any standard meal. If it just involves potatoes or noodles or rice and some meat and vegetables, I can do all of those pretty good but I'm not an amazing cook. I can get by. Um when I make supper, sometimes my kids don't like it because it's not flavorful. I don't use enough spices but uh I can cook most things but I'm I'm not a chef by any stretch of the imagination. Banana man, which one do you prefer? Delicious just delicious dessert or healthy but not delicious soup. I would say I would force myself to eat the soup and then I would force myself to not eat the dessert if it isn't the weekend. So, on the weekend, I usually eat some things that are yummy but uh during the week, I try to eat healthy all the time. Um let's see. Romeo. Hey, Bob. I was wondering what's the unique local Canadian food while every country has a special kind of food. So, probably a uniquely Canadian food is poutine. It's not actually eaten that much though at home. Like people don't often make poutine at home. It's more of a food you might get if you go to a restaurant. It is uniquely Canadian but it's probably more popular 
Um, you know, if you go to a restaurant instead of french fries, you might get poutine. But I don't, we have never made poutine at home. Um, Leo, how many times or how much time do you spend to prepare this kind of class? I love them. A a few hours. Um, it takes me a while to come up with the idea and then it takes me about an hour to make the slides that you see uh and then to, to just set up and I usually read through the slides the day before just to make sure I have some ideas for what I'm going to say. Eden, what is the strangest thing I have ever eaten? The strangest thing I have ever eaten was dried peas that had wasabi flavoring on them. Okay? So, I had dried peas. They were called dried wasabi peas. They were from Japan and um they were unique. (laughs) I'm not gonna say whether I like them or not. They were unique. Uh E Muska, hi Bob. Is there a dish you like so much but you're not able to cook it yourself? Oh, great question. Um yes, uh let me think about that. I do really like if you go back to croissants. Um I don't know how to make a good croissant. It's very hard to make a croissant. You need to fold your dough a lot. Um so croissants would be one. I don't know how to make them. And then bagels. I like bagels as well. I think bagels are boiled before they're baked in the oven. Um but those would be two. Uh let's see here. Next question from Jocelyn. Hello, Mr. Bob. Thank you so much for the lesson. I'm learning a lot. How do you call a taste between sweet and sour like a plum? Yeah, I'm not sure what I would describe that as. That's a tricky one. Yeah, I don't know. Uh but because we definitely buy things that are sweet and we buy things that are sour. Um so, I don't actually know. No, can't answer the last question. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> yeah, Bob the Canadian has run out of ways to describe food. Let me go back to the screen here. That was the last question by the way. It's 931. As you know, I need to head off to work. I have to teach a couple classes today. Thank you so much for hanging out and watching this lesson about describing food. We are going to check the weather for a minute. There will be a live lesson tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It says right now, Saturday, mainly cloudy, 40% chance of showers in the afternoon. I might be doing the lesson outside tomorrow. We will have to see. I'm not 100% sure but uh I hope so. If not, it will be inside. So, um a couple things. This lesson, the one that you just watched will come out in a shorter version in a couple days with English subtitles. I will remove all of the user questions. It's just a really good idea to watch it again or listen to it again. Um remember repetition when learning a language is can be boring but it's really important. Your brain will remember things better if you listen to it two or three times. So, please remember to do that if you like doing that. Um what else? I was gonna say something else. I think that's it. I think I need to go to work. My brain is switching gears already. I'm in work mode now. So, thanks to Todd and Dave for hanging out and moderating. I'll say bye to Linda and Gaurav and Norma and Maria C and Mode Eggs and Mohammed and Molo and Judith and Ario and let me scroll back and Julia Olise and Key Park and Linda and everyone else who's here. Lemon Cute and I'm gonna start repeating names now. So, I'll stop saying bye to people but bye to all of you. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you have a great Friday. I hope to see all of you tomorrow at the 11 a.m. live stream. By the way, you can ask any question you want then and I will answer it. 
Um, but uh, have a great day. Few more names here. Bye to Ricardo and Freddie Wolf and Eugene. Uh, sorry again, Eugene. I didn't get to use any of your pictures but thanks for sending them. It's bye to Paco and everyone else who's saying bye. Have a great day. See you later. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian.